You're listening to The Big Show. They score! With Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 Flames. Ready to go now. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. Robbed by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. This is Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. How are you doing? It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan for your Friday. Friday, March 1st. Smarch. We're smarch. Smarch weather. Brought to you by mortgagestogo.ca. Always, and I mean always, the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit mortgagestogo.ca. .ca. We got lots to do. The Flames didn't play last night. They didn't. They play uh, tomorrow night. I don't know if you heard. Uh, they're retiring the number 34 sweater of one Mika Kippersoff down at the Dome. Uh, we'll have some Mika Kippersoff stuff today. I think we got to do it. I think we got to have a little fun with that. Looking forward to it. He's going to speak to the media today. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be a potpourri of words mm, something like that was out ice fishing with curtis glencross looked like a lot of fun yeah, that was fun you ever been ice fishing no Neither, really no i think gvp's been ice fishing uh, i used to go when i was younger yeah okay is that where your dad just got totally buckled while you looked at the hole i did wow. it with my grandpa your dad got totally buckled while you guys looked at the hole no i just went with my grandpa oh, okay yeah it's a nice not everything memory. needs to be buckled well, isn't, that, isn't that the crux of ice fishing though I don't know. I haven't gone since I was like <laughs> ten years old. I mean, okay. so. in a promo shoot, Kipper did pull a beer out of the ice. So yeah, okay. that makes sense. I was gonna say, like, what else do you do? <laughs> ice fishing? You stare at a hole. Even normal fishing, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of all the same. Really, it's, it's true. What else you got to do? It's here. true. Roll one up, get her done. It's true. Uh, we got lots to do on uh, Mika Kippersoff. Um, we want to get your texts this morning too. Your favorite Mika Kippersoft memory. Very easy. 960, 960, name and location. We'll play those. At the end of the show, a Brent Cron, Big Show Flames analyst, the Cronalist, the Cobra, the Solution Snake will join us in studio at 8 o'clock. We'll get his memories of one Mika Kippersoft. We'll talk to Chris Tanev about... Well, we won't talk to Chris Tanev. We'll talk to Brent Cron about Chris Tanev. Mm-hmm. But if Tanev wants to join on such short notice means. from Dallas, sure. It's not going to be no, playing anytime here. soon. So. Jump on. He's still here. Yeah, he is. He's got visa issues. He's not going to play until like Tuesday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. How, does that, how does that make any Cali. sense? It's a Canada-U.S. thing. You can't know. work in the U.S. if you're employed uh, no, in Canada. I get it, but it's like... There's a lot of yellow tape. You don't yeah. You don't get to just jump the line because you make millions of dollars and play hockey, George. Well, you got to go through a process. Well, no, they do jump the line. Because yeah, they pay actually, a lot of money to do it, yeah, but, but but there's still a process yeah, to no, it. Yeah, no, for sure. But if they're regular people, they'd still have to wait months and still pay a lot of money to get it done. They literally are jumping the line, but it's okay. Um, he will um, he'll make his debut eventually, and uh, there's a good clip he's going to play later on about why he chose the number he chose. <laughs> yes. It's very Patty Dumas math. No offense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. one guy who you can, you know, ask any state capital, he'll mm. nail it. Like Virginia. Oh, Richmond. Yeah, see? Easy. Child's play. Yeah, Why don't right. you even give him something hard? Yeah, no kidding. Virginia. In a way, five. though, Tanev's right, if you think about it. Outside of the box. <laughs> yeah, you just if you cut think it in about half. It. Like, yeah. cut the number in half. It's uh... Physically in half. Yeah. Okay. He's right. All right. <laughs> uh, we got lots to do, so Brent Cron's going to join us in studio. And uh, we're going to have a little game today that I thought about this morning. Because we got to do something Mika Kippersoff related, right? So we're going to pit Maddie against Brent Cron mm. and know your kipper. I think I'm going to get crushed here. Cron's Why? a big-time goalie nerd. Yeah, but you're a big-time nerd. So you should be able to do this. What? Um, that's, that's not even relative. No. I certainly am, but it's not going to help me in this I think particular well. situation. Uh, I gave while you were upstairs doing God knows what on the second level. God knows what's damn right. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know what's going on up there. I don't know who's involved, and I don't want to know. I was giving uh, Patty Dumas some sample questions. 
He was hitting them out of the park. Yeah, okay. But he didn't get a couple of them. It's just the... Like the, the yeah. And uh, the only reason why I'm doing this game is, one, well, they're retiring his sweater tomorrow night. And two, I want to hear the buzzer that we have. Mm. I'm sure I'll yeah, that, plenty of buzzer. That one. Yeah, we have a ding. Mm-hmm. But the buzzer is much more fun. Yeah. yeah. So uh, your favorite Mika Kippersoft memory, 960, 960, name and location. Are they going to have that child, but now he's an adult who used to dress up and make all the saves as Kipper? I don't know is he going to be at, at the ceremony? Don't know where he's He'll be at. like, oh, there he is. That's what he looks like now. That guy went so, to my high school. Oh, oh really? He's uh, a couple of years older than me, though. It's my oh. brother's grade. So okay. he's like 25. Yeah. Okay. I'd be all dressed up and making, like, doing the mimicking the ceremony, I guess. I don't know. That'd be cool. Um, Shai Davidi's going to join us 7 o'clock. Talk about the Jays a little bit. Because we had to, we were supposed to have Shai on earlier, but mm-hmm. then Craig Conroy decided to ruin the Leap Year show for us. <laughs> and Troy Kristanev. How dare he? Yeah. So, uh, Shy Diggity is going to join us at 7 o'clock. And uh, Frank Saravalli, NHL Daily Faceoff at 7.30. What now on the Noah Hannafin front? And are the, uh, is this all getting sabotaged by teams going directly to Pat Brisson and asking him, hey, is Noah going to sign with us or what's the deal here? I'm the captain now. Yeah, it uh, doesn't sound great. But Book said that happens a lot, so it's fine. Like we asked Jason Bukla that question yesterday, and he was like, "Yeah, that's fine. It's all cool." Yeah, I, I guess "fine" is a general term. Well, it's unfortunate if you're the one who's kind of getting hosed here. Yeah, um, you know, you would kind of hope that a guy like I think that one of the key points here is that this is a Flames organization that has bent over backwards and treated Noah Hannafin like a god ever since he got here. Essentially, he's been given everything at every turn. Um, lots of opportunities to, to succeed and for it to get to a point like this, where his camp is kind of meddling in the process to, mm. you know, get the best for Noah Hannafin rather than the organization after they've treated him very well over his tenure here in Calgary. I just think it's, I, I don't love the way that this plays for the Hannafin camp, if I'm being honest, mm. because there's a lot of different ways you could have gone about this and the way that things are sounding like it's gotten kind of limited the last little bit. If that's in fact what it is, kind of rotten. Don't really love that. And honestly, not too dissimilar from what Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk did to this team. Frankly. Mm. Yeah. You're um, handcuffing the value. Yeah. All because of yourself. And frankly, you could sign with all of those teams in the offseason. You don't need to be worming around, telling these other groups all this stuff. I just don't love it. I just don't love it. I just think that there's better ways to go about your business when Craig Conroy's done a lot for you, and now you're kind of making his life a little bit of a living hell here. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, and it sucks, but as as Book said yesterday, this happens a lot in the NHL. Doesn't mean I don't have to like it. No, you, and I'm saying you don't have to like it, but it, this isn't. This isn't just There's a lot of stuff that Calgary goes on that thing. I don't like. Of course, this isn't just a Calgary thing. It's a league thing mm. where guys don't want to play in a specific spot or don't want to sign if they get traded. I'm just saying spot. that you shouldn't treat him like a, some sort of hero the way that he's handled this situation. Because if With the Flames end up, if Flames out? get a very limited return on this, it is strictly Noah Hannafin's fault and his camp. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the age we live in, where players have a little more power. I'm it, just I'm just saying I, I who get you got to be mad at when the result when the return on it. Friday next week is not what you expected. I get it. I'm just telling you who you got to point the finger at. Okay, I like your passion. I like how you're getting angry about this early in the morning on a Friday, but it's true. Um, if their hands are limited, and we'll talk to Frank about this coming up at seven thirty. Like, what is the what's the pool of teams then? That potentially will acquire him. I don't know. I know. Cause, cause I know Frank's, one of the words Frank's going to use. Limited hostage. Okay, that's the word he's been using on all, all of his shows this okay. week when he talks about how the Noah Hannafin camp is kind of treating the Calgary Flames. Okay, so that's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, very interesting. Two Pat said on his show yesterday that uh, Chris Tanev was offered not one but two contract extensions by the Flames, but mm. ultimately decided to say, hey, uh, please trade me to a contender. I want to try to win a championship, which is totally fair, which is in his right to do so. And 
that was done rather quietly as well. It's unfortunate that uh, he didn't stay here or is not staying here long term. But at the same time, uh, you wish him the best of luck. Now, what was, whose report was that? Well, Pat was saying it on his show yesterday. Steinberg was saying that? Yeah. yeah. I wonder what the offers would have been like for Chris to stick around because I do think, like we've talked about, he would have been a great guy to kind of have with some of the young defensemen that you're trying to bring up into this roster. But but at the same time, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, do you really want to sign a 34-year-old defenseman who could break down in any minute to a two- or three-year deal? Is that actually smart where the Flames are right now? Probably not. But maybe I, he's the exception to the rule, just just based on what he brings. Why wouldn't you want him on your team? I'm just Everyone saying, wants him on their team. Why wouldn't you want him on your team? Every contender wants him on their team. No, the Senators wanted him on their team. Well, yeah, everyone wants saying, him on their team. He's uh, everywhere you look. And he's Conroy with, mentioned that there was non-playoff teams that were involved. He's in the played ball. with well, a young defenseman and made them better at every turn. Shillington, Hannafin, a lot of their success can be attributed to playing alongside Chris Tanev. But with all these kids coming up in the organization, there needs to be a spot for all of them, right? That's I, all I'm saying. Listen, I, think I, that... know, I know what he brings to the table, and I know what you're saying about improving on defensemen, but they have all these guys What do you mean eventually. about spots? Who's holding up spots? Dennis Gilbert and Jordan Osterley? They're going to have plenty of spots next year. They have Uyghur and Anderson here. For That's the a top pair. Future. Shillington needs a new contract. So you got three. Right. And uh, then all... After that, everybody needs to earn a job. Yeah, but the but, point being, uh, there's open spots. Yeah, there's there. open spots, but there, like, you, like just keeping Tanov al- yeah. along does okay. not block anybody yeah, no. in the organization from there's getting There's nobody in. knocking on the door exactly. defensively right exactly. now. So the only one is Jeremy Poirier. Yeah. Tanov would be a perfect partner for him. A perfect partner. Maybe so I he, understand why they would have wanted to sign him for two to three years. Maybe he. It maybe if the Stars win the cup, maybe he comes back. I just wonder about the problem being the money. Because, you know, he's, if he's going to ask between 5 and $6 million, then no, I start that, to wonder. There's no way you could pay him $5 million. You might get $5 million, he George. <laughs> the yeah. open market is limited for defensemen this year. Yeah. Um, speaking of limited and open market, how much money is Elias Lindholm costing himself right now? A significant portion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't really watched a whole lot of Canucks games. I had yesterday's on kind of in the background while I was writing as they got walloped by the Kings. Uh, who is he playing His with numbers. in Vancouver, uh, Patrick? Uh, he's playing with Arshdeep Baines and uh, Connor Garland. Oh, okay. I love me some Arshdeep Baines, but that's a first-year player coming out of the AHL who went undrafted. That's not necessarily uh, superstar pedigree. And then Connor Garland, We I think we all know what Connor Garland is. Smaller player, some offensive skill, a little bit of rat to him. I don't know if that's exactly who Elias thought he was going to be playing with. He started on the wing with Pedersen, right? And things just haven't gone well mm-hmm. there. I've seen social media saying his numbers since he got there are not as good since he left here. Mm-hmm. Not overly shocked, I would say. Mm. What? No, nothing. I just, I, and, and I've said this on the show. I've, I've never been blown away by Elias Lindholm. I, ne- I never have been. And he had that spectacular season because he played with two excellent players. Very, very excellent players. Mm-hmm. I, again, I, I get what he does and the, the penalty kill and everything, all the intangibles, but I was never blown away by Elias Lindholm. I never was. I just know he's a stall- He's a very steady player. Like, what do you see him as? Because if you see him as a second-line center, then that's what he is. And he's going to get $9 bucks because that's what you're going to pay for a yeah, second-line center. I, I know. But like, I just... If he is your top center... He's not in he's, Vancouver. He's not in Vancouver, but I just I need to see more from him definitely offensively than we have in the last few years. For the amount of money you're going to pay for that guy, he needs to score a lot more and he doesn't. And it seems like he needs very good players for him to score on his line. That's all I'm saying. And I get it. Like, that's the market, <laughs> that's the value, I whatever. But he's the type of guy he doesn't create his own chances. He needs guys to help him do those own those chances. Like he's not a guy who goes out there and makes a dynamic play to make a play. God bless Jonathan Huberto and how we've crapped on Jonathan Huberto. At least Huberto's out there creating chances and he does things. When I watched Elias Lindholm in, in the year plus I've been in Calgary here, he's a guy who doesn't create his own chances. He needs other guys to create those chances with him. And if I'm paying a center that much money, I need him at least to have that offensive upside 
which in my opinion, he just doesn't unless he's playing with excellent players. That's all I'm saying. Like, he's got an excellent shot. He's good, like, in tight, in battles. I think he does a very good job. He's a very good player. I'm this, not saying he's I, not. I would say, like, in all honesty, it's kind of a... The last year and a half, he's I felt like he's been extremely unplugged. Like, he just has not been nearly as checked in as he was before. And that was even before he had that great year. He showed some sure. offensive skills. He's got an excellent shot that he barely uses. He went to Vancouver. The first goal he scored, he's off the rush, and he scores with his wrist yeah. shot. It's a, a, it's a great shot, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't use it enough. It hasn't been as deadly. And like I said, I just think he's been checked out. Not checked out, but unplugged. Like mm. I think that everything that's gone on since that really good year is seemingly wore on him. And I don't know what else has been going on, but he just hasn't looked like the same player ever since. And uh, I think it's really hard when you're not believing in yourself, sure, or you're not even, or you're not 100 percent focused, or whatever the case may be. It's hard to be your best player, and especially uh, now you you don't. Re- you, we all knew that what kind of player Matthew Kachuk was, but look what he's just done to the Panthers, just transforming that team and all those guys playing at such a high level because of Matthew Kachuk. I wonder if Matthew Kachuk was still playing with Elias Lindholm, what would that look like for Elias Lindholm? I just, I have no idea because right now in Vancouver, he's not, he's not what they wanted right now as of yet. And obviously that's a team that has a lot of higher playoff um, aspirations. That's a team that's struggling right now too. The other thing about him in Vancouver is he's not asked to produce offense the same way he was here. Besser's having an amazing year. Pedersen's scoring out, shooting out the lights. JT Miller's having a really good year. They have some other guys that can score there. It's one of the things that Rick Tockett talked about in the first couple of press conferences in his games after Elias' first few games out there was he does a lot of good things away from the puck. He's going to help you on your PK. And, and he does all those types of things of and all those things that of help course. you win. All I'm saying is just it's a roundabout way of me saying good luck to a team that's going to pay him $9 plus million. Good luck. Like, like I keep saying, that's yeah. that's what he's going to get, and, yep. and a team is going to win Boston, with a player just like him at nine yep. million dollars. If he goes to Boston and he plays with like Pasternak or Marshan, good for him. So we'll see what that's going to look like in the summer. But I think uh, maybe it's a blessing in disguise uh, for the Calgary Flames that mm-hmm. he decided to move on, and they did get a nice return for one Elias Lindholm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can mirror that return when it comes to Noah Hannafin, which doesn't look like the case based on the limited number of teams who could potentially acquire said Noah Hannafin. And we'll talk to Frank Saravalli about that at 7.30. All right, what do you got coming up in the Rose Report? Oh, I got to look back at yesterday's uh, hockey action, 12 games, uh, plenty more to get to as well. What else do I have in here, George? There's so much stuff. Uh, we got the Kipper retirement game coming up. Uh-huh. We're going to play Know Your Kipper at 8.30. A little spring training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk to Shai Davidi at 7 o'clock. Stuff. Yeah, it'll be good. All right. And uh, you have a bet going up to today. I uh, didn't do it. Because I didn't know who I was writing for yesterday. Oh. Because the bets weren't done. So, so you, I'll probably uh, do it on Monday. If you're writing for GVP. Okay. Perfect. All right. Do you want okay? Do you want to do a song bet between you and Kron for Know That Kipper? Uh maybe. Okay. I think that's what we should do as the bet between you two. Like we did last time? Yeah, but th- we'll try to get the karaoke version on the screen and sync it. Yeah, so- there's there's got to be it's got to be better than last time. Yeah, I will pick the I song. Just, I don't know if I want to sing twice in one show. Well, you better know your Kipper. <laughs> So we'll we'll leave your myfrontpagestory.com about GVP for Monday. Yeah, I don't have lost, time to write it because you lost uh, the um, lock of the day. And and it takes me like forty five minutes to write those. So we'll get you'll do that on Monday for GVP. But you you and Kron are going to go head to head and know your kipper. Sounds good. And uh, we're still taking your text messages all morning. Your favorite Mika Kippersoft memory nine sixty nine sixty name and location. We got lots of the stuff. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan. Oh, hi there. It's the big show, Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. And we are also brought to you by mortgagestogo.ca, always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit mortgagestogo.ca. 
Ca at the top of the hour. Shy Davidi covers the Blue Jays for Sportsnet, Baseball Insider, columnist, the whole kit and caboodle. And then we'll talk to uh, Mr. Frank Saravalli at seven thirty. Is uh, the Hannafin camp Captain Phillips saying this whole trade thing? I'm the captain now. <laughs> What'd you hear yesterday? Look at me, Captain Sully. Look at me, LeBron. No, not Captain Sully. <laughs> Damn it. Le- uh, LeBron said. Captain Phillips, damn it. There was a first on the table, but they had to take a, a roster player with uh, with money back. Ooh, and who was that roster player? Well, the finalists were, according to Pierre LeBron, were Dallas, Colorado, Edmonton, Toronto, Vancouver. Mm. So the first would be Edmonton and Colorado, I'd assume. And you'd take a pro- roster player from one of them. Interesting. But then you would have to send them to Edmonton. Or yeah, Colorado. You just don't want to help the Oilers, though. No, and they like Grushnikov. Yeah. Sure, but, like, could you imagine if Chris Tanev helped the Oilers win the Cup? Yeah, and it'd be Cody Ceci probably coming back the other way. That would be Craig Conroy's Conroy's legacy as Flames GM. No. He made the trade that helped the Oilers win the Cup. Yeah, it would. (laughs) What are you talking about? Stop. That would be. Until he won a Cup himself. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to win the cup. Yeah, first year manager. Until then, hard way to get your legacy. Well, well, a lot of Flames fans would not forget that. They wouldn't. Oh, Oh, great! Thanks for the. Still haven't forgiven Mike Smith for ruining the Aguila retirement. (laughs) Hell no! (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got to do the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by ten percent on Fifty First Avenue, Third Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose. And- hey, old friends. Welcome to your weekend. Flames preparing for the Meeker Kippersoft retirement game. 12 games yesterday, three tonight. We got the latest from spring training. The Raps back at it. A couple golf notes and all the local notes that your heart desires. We got lots of stuff. Damn straight. We'll start with the Calgary Flames. I like Flames. Yeah, same. Mika Kippersoff retirement game goes on Saturday. Flames and Penguins at 8 o'clock. Now, the ceremony is going to go at 6.20, George. Ceremony? Ceremony. Yeah. Uh, they're going to raise the jersey into the rafters. Are you going to be tear in your some, eye? Some speakers. I don't know. Probably not. Are you going to get emotional? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I did at the Aginla game. I might have at the Peter Marr game mm, against the Ducks. That one I was as a fan, and I might have been a little bit in the sauce. <laughs> But I love you, Peter. I love you, Peter. <laughs> so great. I work at the station now. Yeah. I love green drop. <laughs> when you're beautiful, it's beautiful outside. Damn right. No practice yesterday, so no idea who fills in for Chris Tanev on the right side of that pair with Noah Hannafin, but they will practice today. So do you know what you do? Keep it locked on Steinberg Socials. Yeah. Because he's got all the deets. Denny Gilbert? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Doesn't matter. Well, it's not It's not going to be. It's going to be for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, essentially. Pick your poison. Whatever. Yeah. He's got, what, two games left as a flame tops? Ah, uh, three tops before the deadline. Yeah, no chance he's playing Thursday night in yeah, like, Tampa. No if chance. If we're being realistic, it's probably yeah. two. But, yeah, like, two. there's a maximum of three games that he could play as yeah. a member of the Calgary sure. Flame. Flames. In theory. The question is, will you sign or will you go? That's what we're all asking ourselves right now. I don't think he's resigning. Yesterday's action, twelve. I don't think so either. But you nevertheless, too. listen. I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. I just, for the sake of the show, I just think I need to throw that out there, just in case it comes up later in the show at some point later today. I'm just saying. Hey, yesterday's you're, you're really action. Fired up, fired up about this. I didn't, I'm not. I'm kind of. I'm actually worried about it. Uh, twelve games, oh. plenty of Canadian teams, and playoff implications. So we'll start the games that have both. That was the Canucks and the Kings yesterday. The Flames chasing LA in the Pacific yesterday. No help from the Vancouver Canucks. Picked up by Moore and to center ice, Trevor Moore into the zone to Fiala on right wing, down to the circle, feeds the middle. Doughty a blast. He scores. Drew Doughty just hit the ice, went to the middle, got a pass from Fiala and buries it. Kings have a one nothing lead. Yeah, he loved the right off the bench into the one-timer type of goal. Don't even really have to work that much. Just get off the bench, get into the play, right on the tape, right on the tee. 
Made it one nothing. They would go on to win five to one. Five hundred career assists for Drew Doughty as mm. he also had two assists in the game. It's the seventh active defenseman to hit five hundred apples and the first to do it with the Kings franchise. He's also on pace for nineteen goals, which would surpass his career high that he set almost fifteen years ago when he scored sixteen in 09, 2010. Wow! So he's having himself a tidy year down in L.A. And he was booed. On well, Tuesday night. Yeah. Gets, which was fun. Yeah. Not a fan here. Very good player. Not yep. a fan here. Unless you're wearing Team Canada's jersey, which I don't think he will be when they wear them next, but I also wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. Mm. It's definitely in the conversation. It's a good question. But we'll find out next year anyway. Yeah. When they're doing the Four Nations thing, whatever the hell that thing's going to look like. Jets and Stars, a huge Central Division clash. Sounds like Chris Tanev isn't going to play until Tuesday due to visa issues. He did have a introduct introductory press conference via Zoom, and uh, he talked a little bit about uh, why he chose his new number. His new number, George? Number three. Hmm. Basically, thought three is a uh, half of an eight, pretty much, so that's that's sort of how I landed on it. Um, <laughs> that's the most Tanev answer. <laughs> it's like half of an eight. It's c- close. <laughs> I would like to draw the attention to this. What is he thinking he's about? I, I don't know how loud this is going to be, so watch your ears. But this is what he kind of whispers to himself. <laughs> Thought. I think he's about to say it's so stupid. It's so <laughs> effing yeah. stupid. Like, only says stupid it. Yeah, he, he knows. <laughs> Play that again. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Normalize this. Basically, thought three is He so does. <laughs> all right. But that's totally him. I would have lied. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's not half of an eight. It's close, yeah. but like, come on. But when you cut it in half. <laughs> If you cut the number in half. Cut the number in half. It's a three. Okay. (laughs) Like, Like physically cut it in half. Physically cut it in half. No, he doesn't care. throw him a jersey. (laughs) You got a penny? Hey, Chris. Here's your jersey, bud. (laughs) On your way. No (laughs) sleeves. Elbow pads showing. No problem. As for this game itself, Winnipeg was looking for a fifth straight win against uh, Divisional Foe. First place on the line in the Central, but the Stars got the jump on the Jets. This is Stankoven, brings it back in, stripped it away, got it to Johnston, and Hellebuck the save. Boy, Stankoven helping make that happen. Then in on Hellebuck, falls in the slot, score! The Stars all over the Jets, and Logan Stankoven on the board once again. Yeah, this kid's unreal. Three straight games with a goal for Logan Stankoven. Uh, if you want an idea of how good the drafting has been for this club lately, he is the fifth Stars rookie in the past five years to have a three-game goal-scoring streak. <laughs> Joining Wyatt Johnson, Jason Robertson, Rupe Hintz, and Dennis Gurionov. Mm. You want a leap year stat? <laughs> you know I do. Oink, 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 oink. Joe Pavelski scored his fourth goal in a game on February 29th. Wow. No Only Braden Shen and Marion Hosa have as many in NHL history. Really? Yes. Huh. It was a deflection, too. We just got a text on the Tanev thing. Three is like eight with missing teeth. <laughs> Murray and Cochran. That's not bad. That's pretty good, That's Murray. Pretty good, Murray. <laughs> pretty sharp for this early in the morning. I'm not going to lie. Stars to win that game 4-1 to one and take over first in the Central, although Winnipeg does have four games in hand. How'd you feel about the game yesterday, Patty? Uh, first period, they got ran out the building. They made it a little bit better in the second, but it was just too much of a de- deficit for them to come back in the third. I'm just, I'm just slithering in the grass, waiting for those two teams to fall on their yeah. face in the playoffs. Maple Leafs hosted the Coyotes. Arizona was looking to avoid a 13th straight loss. Joe Wall returned oh for Toronto. Joe! Ryan Reeves beat the brakes off of Liam, O'Bri- oh. Liam O'Brien. <laughs> this was not... This was not pretty if you saw. Uh, Buckle that, up, Rempy. Yeah, oh my you're goodness. Next. Yeah, you're next. <laughs> When's Rangers the, lead, uh, leaves? Man, the way he just jumped out and attacked O'Brien and grabbed him and like, oh, just. They put I, I, I don't know how Reeves surprised someone, but certainly looked like he did. Uh, anyways, at the time it was the one nothing, and after the fight, uh, the Leafs never really looked back. Now stolen back and now nice in over the line looking for a pass to the far side doesn't work to Matthews scores nice to Nylander but he had gone too far but the big boy was sliding down the slot 
And number 53 is in the books. Sliding down the slot. That's Watch that last word. The big boy, <laughs> hey? The big boy watch sliding down the slot. <laughs> Do not change one critical 53 letter. 53 for Matthews. <laughs> Pace is 74. That made it 3-1, to 4-2 your final. The Coyotes have lost 13 in a row. They oh do snap God. a 12-game road point streak against Toronto. Um, actually, the last time that the Leafs won in regulation was the day that Matthew Nyes was born. Wow. At home against the Coyotes. Um, Mitch Marner played defense last night. <laughs> or a ship. Yeah. Giordano got hurt, so they put Oh, oh. I thought you meant he was just like being attentive to the defensive side no, of the he, game. He played <laughs> on the blue line last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, okay. And like, yeah, it was Gio, so got stupid, head, like Gio had a head injury. Yeah, and it's like, uh, and Keith goes, you're playing. And uh, Marner's like, okay. Like, like, that was it. That's all he did on the bench. Hey, Mitchie, go on defense. All right. Uh, he, did ask it, you this question. he did it in. Uh, well, he did. He did occasionally. He did up. it in like practice or yeah. training camp or whatever. Because and, and they the were like, "Ooh, to, late to, minute. We'll we'll yeah. go four. Uh, we'll go four. Yeah, deep, oh, four that was forwards. a big talk. Go four forwards. I wanted to ask you guys, Boy, who I would struggle. be the winger on the Flames who could play defense right now? Mm. I think you could do the inverse. Shillington could maybe play forward. I, that's not what I asked. GVP. Sorry. Hmm. 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 Possible. I don't love any of their skating really enough. Uh, yeah. Not Huberto. <laughs> Huberto would be like such a liability back there, but man, would he make a are. good first pass? They, I think all. they all are. It, it wouldn't be nice yeah. to see. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> it wouldn't be Majapani, that's for sure. No, it has to be someone who's a really good skater. That's the biggest thing. Can you skate backwards at a pace that keeps up to an NHL player skating forwards? That's the if if you're looking for one guy who's going to fill in, that's all that you have to do is yeah. try and make sure that you have the speed to keep them to the outside. Connor Zary, maybe? No. You don't think so? No. No. I was oh, thinking oh, Pelts. I got it. Walker Dewar. No, it's no. not. No, it's not. That's it's terrible. his size. He'd be a he'd be he, a column. He would yeah, be have he, a very he would have a turn style. I, I know, know but I'm does. just throwing it out there. I, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen Walker Dewar skate backwards. Okay. Or Just be like Cronny, says he couldn't do left over right, and he, yeah. played and he made it to the NHL. The Leafs did lose uh, Gio to injury, like you mentioned, and then after the game, they made a trade. Oh. We have a trade to announce. A little bit of Ilya Labushkin back in your life. Oh, that's going to put him over. Fan. That's going to put him over the top. Labushkin to Toronto. Ducks get a third-round pick. The Hurricanes get a sixth-round pick for eating 25% of the salary. You know it's bad when a team that you're fighting for in the playoffs is like, hell yeah, we'll help you get Labushkin. Yeah. By all means. Do you know what they called Labushkin in Toronto before they, before he signed his uh, free agent deal in Buffalo? Mm. What? Uh, you guys will love this. Top pair Russian bear. Oh, my God. He's top pair? Excuse yeah, he, me. He used to play in the top pair, and they called him top pair Russian bear. Oof. I don't know if you can call that a top pair. Yeah. I know Would it might be Labushkin the team's top, top pair, pair? but no. I think it might be just the Labushkin pair. More like bottom pair, yeah. Russian bear. <laughs> See what I did there? Zingo. I reversed it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Eric Carlson found, found it very hilarious. Yeah, he did. Habs visiting the Panthers. Panthers led 1-0 in 2-1. Then Uri Slavkovsky and Alex Newhook scored. They gave Montreal a 3-2 lead, but you're... Never out of it this year when you got Sam Reinhardt on your team. In goes Barkov now. Right side will finish the thought in a moment up the right side. It's worked in a shot. They score. And it's Sam Reinhardt who cut in up the right side. Let it go out of the circle. And he beats Montembeau upstairs. Sam Reinhardt, a shorthanded goal. And he ties this game at three. Goal number 41 of the campaign for Sam Reinhardt. Sam, I can. Yes, you can. (laughs) Sam, I can. Yes, you can. He just had to get that in. Yeah. Sam Reinhardt, Sam, I can. Yes, you can. <laughs> he really wanted to get that in as part of the call, hey? We gotta get that in. I'll get that in. <sighs> I've only said it <laughs> 43 times this year. <laughs> it's his fifth shorty. It's tied for the league lead. He's one back of the Panthers record set by Tom Fitzgerald. Dang. He also has 23 power play goals, which leads the NHL. Only three players have concluded a season leading or tied for the league in both power play and shorthanded goals. Two of them you're going to guess for sure. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, 83, 84. Mary Lemieux. Yep, did it twice. 88, 89, 95, 96. The other did it in the 40s. Uh, <laughs> George Armstrong? No. 
Forties, forties, forties. I've never heard of this guy before. His name is Max Bentley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Max Bentley. All right. 45-46. Okay. Cats win this one in a shootout. They take over first in the league with a win. I have a question for you. Sure. Question for the room. If I gave you each a uh, hundred bucks, a nice mm. brown bill, a nice uh, Robbie Borden, as the kids say, ah. and you had to place it on one of the following teams to win the President's Trophy, who are you going to pick? The Panthers have 84 points. They're plus 220. The Bruins have 84 points. They're plus 470. Not the Bruins. The Rangers have 83 points. They're plus 400. The Canucks have 83 points. They're plus 1,000. Hell to the no. The Stars have 81 points. They're plus 1,300. How many points are they back? Uh, Three, but they also have played two more games than the Panthers. Uh, I also have odds for Jets, Avalanche, Hurricanes, and Leafs if you want it. I would put my money on the Stars. The Stars plus 1,300 to make up that three-point gap. Yep. uh, Patty? Stars would be a good bet. They've got the second easiest schedule remaining the rest of the way. Wow. At a 5.08. Only Minnesota has an easier schedule. Um, I'll say the Panthers. They go back to back. (laughs) Okay. Or no, they didn't win it last year. But I say the Panthers. You made a really good case for them. Then all of a sudden, you're going back to the chalk. Yeah, but yeah. but three points plus the Panthers have a couple games yeah. in hand, so essentially it's like five points, right? But they also might be resting at the end of the season. Well, stars will be too, I would say. Well, I don't know. That don't central know. race is going to be I mean. going right down mm. to the last week, I think. Right, just like at the last week, week and a half of the season. GVP, where are you putting your bucks? Where are you putting your Robbie Bordy? I think I'd go with the Rangers here. Oh, okay. Panthers are on the road a ton as well, I Mm. guess, down the stretch here. I think they play well on the road, though. It's about value, and there's the most value at plus thirteen. They're the same record at home and on the road. That's good. (laughs) Those are both good choices. Better value, definitely on uh, the stars there. As for teams, especially, also, Stars are going to keep adding, by the way. Oh, yeah. As for teams in the race, the Flames, Predators, six points up, Wild, one point back. They battled in Smashville. Not much of a battle. Wild need this one in a proverbial four-pointer, and they didn't even show up. Collision on the right side. Cody Glass involved. Now the puck over to the left. Some room in front of the score. Are you ready for a Flossie? <laughs> Thank you, Roman Yossi. Um... That's got to be an in-house promo, I got to say, right? What's a frosty? Are you ready for a frosty? It's going to go ahead. And it's just like, I like it, I love it. Starts playing. Are you ready for a frosty? Cut the tops and tails, normalize, fade this out, save that forever. (laughs) Now, I don't know if this is true any longer, but... When I went to uh, college the first time, where I took manufacturing engineering and I failed miserably at it because it was so boring. Okay. I uh, I was in class with a couple dudes who worked at a specific fast food joint that sells said Frosties. Okay. Uh, just think of a girl, Pigtails. Burger King? No. Um, McDonald's? Stop it. So uh, they told me that <laughs> the Frosty, uh, one of the ingredients in the Frosty is mayo. It's not. They lied to you. It's not. <laughs> at, at the time. Oh, maybe at the time. Yeah. It's not. I have like fl- 20 years I ago. have what's in the Frosty. I know what's in the Frosty. Come on, what's now. in it? I can show Joy, you. Joy, mirth. What do you mean? It's you like, can uh, show me. There's this Instagram <laughs> profile. He guys just has a recipe book. If a fast food restaurant like does something to him or whatnot. Oh, I love he that ju- guy. He's Jordan Stallion. Yes, he just best. unveils like recipes at these fast food places so you can yep. make them at home. Okay, but who's sitting there like, hey, kid, you know what we're going to do today? Make some Frosties. Oh, it would be dope. Have Frosty at home. Okay, fine. So paying for it. Dip it in French fries like some people do. And chicken nuggets. Okay. Preds won a seventh straight. They beat Mini 6-1. to one. Also, Wendy's cut dynamic pricing. Didn't like the backlash. Well, good. That was only in the States. Their surge pricing? Dumb. Preds now seven points up on Calgary. Flames have a couple games in hand. Jump the Kings into wild card one with the win. Flames' next opponent is the Penguins. They were visiting the Kraken. Who are the other team relative to the Flames playoff race? Seattle won 2-0. They jump over the wild. They tie the Flames for points. Golden Knights and Bruins, top two, a uh, couple of top teams going head-to-head. Morgan Geeky had a hat trick, helped Boston out to a 4-3 lead. Chandler Stevens, Stevenson scored shorthanded. Easy for you to say. Tied the game five minutes into the third. Game winner came about ten minutes after that. Into the slot, Shattenkirk. Lorai shoots. He scores! 
Jason Lorai, a one-time blast from the bottom of the right wing circle. He drills one by Hill. A power play goal. Bruins five, Vegas four. There's your, there's your, there's your crush. You Late in the power play him. for Boston. Uh, big Mason Lorai scores. They win it five to four. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Except for maybe the passport. Some history for some nights. Pietrangelo scored and became the ninth active defenseman with 600 points. And Marchessault extended his goal streak to four games. Also became the first player to collect 400 points with the Knights franchise. Congratulations. Got your little trivia answer there if you ever need it. Patrick Koenig scored to extend his point streak to 10 games. But the Islanders defeated the Red Wings 5-3. to Islanders now within five points of the Flyers who sit third in the Metro. What? I'm just shaking my head at the Nikola Jokic oh, assist he had last night. I watched it on Sportsman Central. Avalanche and Blackhawks, this one wasn't close. Now into the path of Nathan McKinnon. Does he have the speed? Of course he does. He's Nathan McKinnon. Near side circle, a shot. <laughs> he scores! Of course he does. Just out for a rip, Aryabon. Nathan McKinnon. His second point of the night, his 36th goal of the season. And that is point number 100. I don't know what my favorite part of that call is. I have no idea what my favorite part of that call is. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. He has time to interject a little bit. In now into the nugget. path of Nathan McKinnon. Does he have he the does. speed? Of course he does. He's Nathan McKinnon. Near- Great stuff. Near side circle, a shot. He scores! Just out for a rip, Aryabot. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon. One of the flames. His second ads. point of the night, his 36th. Goal of the season, and that is point number 100. We're going to have to check in with McGahee in a couple weeks. Oh, man. I love that guy. 100 points for uh, Nathan McKinnon. He's the first Avalanche player to post back-to-back 100-point seasons. Peter Stastny, uh, Michel Goulet, and Joe Sackick all did it while the club was still in Quebec. 5-0 the final as the Avalanche beat the Blackhawks. Canes went to Columbus. They got what they needed. A couple of points. 4-2 the final score. But, George, if you want... I know it's hard to get you interested in Hurricanes and Blue Jackets, but I got more leap year stats. (laughs) Okay, good. Brent Burns tied Patrick Marlowe for the most games played on February the 29th. It was his fifth yesterday. He assisted on Brady Shea's game winner to become one of six players in NHL history with at least six career points on the leap year date. And none of them are from our prior list. Do you want to know who has the most career points on games played on February 29th in NHL history? Or do you want me to just tell you? Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, he does. Oh, oh my of God. course he's on that list. He's got eight points. He leads everybody. <laughs> what a stud. <laughs> he probably doesn't any, even know. Any I bet he doesn't even know that he has that record. No, of, course of course he, he doesn't. doesn't. He doesn't care. It's like, is that the year I scored like a bajillion points in a season? <laughs> probably did that on one day. No, so, no, 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 no. so uh, here's a quick story for you guys. You'll love this. So my cousin uh, was my cousin's old school, and he was telling me back in the day for the uh, NHL fantasy pools, mm. your old fantasy hockey. You have to pool. split them. Yeah, you had to take his goals or assists. Yeah, because that's how crazy it was yeah. back in the day. Um, Patrick Sundstrom has a goal and seven points. Gil- Gilbert Perrault, oh, seven points. Part of the French connection. Mm-hmm. Brent Burns, Joe Thornton, and Ted Irvine all have six mm-hmm. points. Sabres and Lightning. Ted Irvine, a- uh, dad of Chris Jericho. Oh, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. Yes. Wow, we're just getting so many facts all over the place today. The more you know, AGVP, my goodness. You'll Sab- learn Kipper facts coming up at 8.30. Love that. Sab- your Kipper. Sabres and Lightning needed overtime after Tage Thompson tied this at two in the third. And not being careless with the puck, as Razor mentioned. Right now, Rasmus Dahlin, middle stat. Greenway is in front, trying to take the eyes away. Middle stat sees that. Pass across, they score! Rasmus Dahlin goes to the far post and in overtime. The Buffalo Sabres win it in Tampa 3-2. So, George, Rasmus Dahlin gets his 15th of the season. It comes in overtime. He is the second blue liner in Sabres history to record consecutive 15 goal seasons. Yep. Obviously the other. Bill Housley? Yes. Could you guess how many consecutive seasons he had 15 goals when he was a member of the Sabres? Seven. Eight. Whoa. Dude's a legend. 15 <laughs> bingos in eight straight years from Pretty the good. blue line. Not bad. 
Sabres went at three Terrible to two. Terrible buckets too. Just oh, just, awful buckets. Just awful. <laughs> Terrible buckets. They look game. like video game helmets. Like like, like terrible. You could use them in space. He looked like the great Gazoo from the Flintstones. <laughs> Yours is better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> Lightning led the Devils and Islanders by six points as wild card two, or they lead the Devils and Islanders by six points as the Lightning sit in wild card number two. Also, the Ducks beat the Sharks six four, and now there's a ten point gap between the. Uh, Blackhawks and Sharks and the Ducks. The Blackhawks and Sharks are going to for sure be the last two teams in the lottery. Tonight, three games, nothing really relevant to the playoff hopes of Calgary. The Senators do host the Coyotes at five. They're the Oof. only Canadian team in action. Buckle up. Game. Yummy. Elsewhere, the Flyers battle the Capitals. It's actually a big one out east. And the Devils take on the Ducks. That game's on Sportsnet West at 8 o'clock. Spring training. Jose Barrios against the Phillies. Jose Barrios was debuting a new cutter, George. Mm. Actually had a really nice outing. Quick and efficient. 20 strikes on 29 pitches. And he talked to the broadcast about this new pitch after he was finished his outing. So we start talk about last year during the season. But I was practicing. I was practicing, you know, during the section, but I don't feel like with that confident to throw in the game. So I just keep in practicing, but don't put, don't, don't put like really, really effort to try to get better. But this past off season, I start working more on that pitch, and you know, finally, I got that feeling. So I've been, I've been, you know, learning. I still learning how, how good and what feeling I can have to for the for that pitch. I'm excited for Barrios. Again, I'll I mean, be- he's got a lot to like. After how last year ended for him, I'm excited to see how he comes out to start this a year. A thought on the cutter before we get to that? Uh, we'll see if he uses it in the uh, in games come time. It's easy when you use a pitch and try out a pitch in spring training, but when it comes to Jose Barrios, it's all about fastball command. If that guy's commanding his fastball, he's very hard to hit. Just sneaking a little put-away pitch maybe? Yeah, again, hey, uh, the guy the guy had a renaissance year last year. He was really good and you put the Blue Jays' top four rotation against anybody in baseball. Mm-hmm. Pitching's not going to be a problem for the Blue Jays as long as they stay healthy. Obviously, he was the pitcher who was cruising when he got pulled against the Twins uh. and ultimately led to the demise of last season and obviously, this is his first time speaking to the media, was asked about it. Honestly, I mean, like you mentioned, we don't, we don't, we don't end the season the way we want it, but uh, we are grown men. We talked about that situation already, like real quick. Uh, we set the tone. We get clear and everything. And now it's a new new opportunity, new year. So yeah. But w- when when that situation happened in Minnesota, take me like four or five days to feel like you know comfortable, happy again. You know, the next four or five days after that situation, I feel like uh, you know the worst pitcher in the world. Like I can't go out there and compete. You know, in, in the Billy level. But like I say, we, we are grown man. We talk about the situation already. We clear with that situation, and now we, we're gonna turn the page and keep moving forward. There you go. I can't believe the khakis made him feel like that for yeah. five the days. The khakis. That yeah, is as Kevin Barker says. The khakis. Brutal. Uh, they do play today at 4:35 on Sportsnet West. Yesterday they did lose to the Phillies five oh, nothing, but Vladdy had a couple of hits. Hey, Ross Atkins said it was John Schneider's fault. Remember? Yeah. Well, threw him under the bus and then ran over it like six times. Mm. All clowns. Raptors back at it tonight. Hey. This is shame. Shame for the referees. Shame for the league to allow this. They host Steph Curry and the Warriors. 5.30. Catch this one on Sportsnet 1. Patrick, uh, late arrival for the Warriors. Yeah, they got into their Toronto hotel about uh, an hour and a half ago because their plane had some issues coming from New York. So they're going to be tired, tired dubs tonight, mm. maybe. What are you guys looking for? As they play the Warriors here. Just more Scotty Barnes. Yeah, um, he's been great lately. Yep. Um, again, when they have Quigley, Barnes, and Barrett together, uh, the team. The big a- three? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, sure. You know, or Barnes, Barnes and the Barrett, George Quigley, LeBron, Wade, Bosch, whatever. It's, it's the, the same, same thing. thing. It's the same thing. But uh, What were you saying, GVP? Oh, you just called Quickly and uh, Barrett the Slugs yesterday, so I'd call them Barnes and the Slugs. Okay. <laughs> Barnes and the Slugs. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's a Doug and the Slugs reference. Yeah. It's good. Making okay. it work. It's cool. It's <laughs> Steph Curry. Steph this Cur- guy. <laughs> yeah. Steph Curry was absurd last night. In Banger, the too. The Love that track. He crushed him. Hmm? He crushed the Knicks last night. Oh. Yeah. Just what? raining threes down all over him. Wizards and Clippers at 830. It's also the playoff eligibility waiver deadline in the NBA today. Wizards lost 13 in a row. Oh. No. Nine and 50. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Big woof. Pat Steinberg woof, some might say. Woof. There it is. NFL scouting combine continues yesterday. D-linemen and linebackers. 
Today, his favorite. <laughs> today, the defensive backs and the tight ends go at 1 o'clock on the NFL Network. Uh, Diana Rossini reporting growing optimism that Chris Jones is going to stay in Kansas City. They did put the franchise tag on LeJarius Sneed. Mm-hmm. He might get traded if they don't get a long-term extension with the star quarter. Oh also, the Patriots probably taking a quarterback at number three overall when the draft rolls around. Yeah, they should. Jane Daniels. Mm-hmm. Golf at the Cognizant Classic of the PGA National Resort in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. They didn't finish the first round due to weather. I'm going to tell you right now, I'd hate playing at this course. It's too much water. Sticky. It's too much water. Mm. Wouldn't like it. Chad Ramey finished his round seven under, so he's the leader. Live Golf is in Saudi Arabia at the Royal Grains Golf and Country Club. Yeah, home game for him. Live Jetta. Are, are normal people allowed to go to this tournament? I would assume I not. Would hope. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, sure, sure they are. <laughs> Anthony Kim yeah, made his return to pro golf after 12 years. So in, so in that tournament. Six over and dead last. It's like the waste management open at the tournament in Saudi. <laughs> uh, are Probably you allowed not. to drink there? Uh, in, in certain designated areas. <laughs> Cotton cord. No. Okay. Wranglers take on the Eagles Friday and Sunday. Tonight goes at 7 o'clock. Oh, look at this. A little Wranglers pregame for you at 6 o'clock. Who's hosting this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll host. You too? Uh, yeah, I'll host yeah. for GVP. You too, wow, Clown. you guys are, GV- Tonight? Yeah. You guys? Yeah. Okay. GVP's going to have to be with my eyes. <laughs> I'm the guy. I forgot you can't see. Real high up. <laughs> Pretty hard to watch. Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> what number's <Yeah>. Grush to come? <laughs> at least I'm not commentating it, man. <laughs> <laughs> What number is that? How are you going to do this? (laughs) We'll do all right. He's going to wing it. GVP is going to be telling you fibs and lies, just making you say silly things. Here comes Dusty Nickel. (laughs) Oh, he's here. (laughs) In the start. Today they play Colorado at seven. (laughs) Sandra's going to be on the call. Uh, Artem Grushnikov might play. Jeremy Poirier is returning. He uh, joined practice this week. I don't know if he's actually going to be back this weekend, but he returned to practice. This and, week. And Matt Coronado's red hot, right? Scoring goals all over the place. The same with Cole Schwint. I think he's got five goals in his last four games. Him and Jeremy Poirier, just the best of pals. Great to see. Uh, bu- 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 Hitman, big weekend. They need points. They got games against a couple of good teams. Saturday night, visit Red Deer. Sunday afternoon, they visit the Medicine Hat Tigers. Mm. Uh, both games are going to be on, or pardon me, just the Sunday game on the radio. Four o'clock after the Wranglers. Roughnecks are on the road. They take on the Philadelphia Wings, who they beat last weekend. It's a home and home. They played 11 on Saturday. That's 11 a.m. It's a matinee out in Philly. Next have won three in a row. They're back to 500. And it's the final weekend of regular season play in the AJHL. The Calgary Canucks play in Olds tonight at 7. Then they host those same Grizzlies Saturday at 5. They can finish as high as the 2 seed. They can end up as low as the 5 seed. A reminder of the changed AHL postseason. Top five teams get in. The bottom six play a play-in round. That does include the... Uh, Canucks there. They are in the top five. Other six teams to play a best of five play in series. Round one begins March 15th. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Perfect stuff, Matty. The Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. You own a BMW. Choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead, Shai Davidi on the Blue Jays. Frank Saravalli on the trade deadline, which mercifully is a week away. And later on in the show, know your kipper. Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.